I'm going to go. Uh, we're going to go some trivia on mine. So okay. that'll be on that one though. This is this is uh, all about nuclear weapons. <laughs> boom. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, or big boom. Either. Yes. One, so. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Man, when you have a cold, your voice is just silky smooth. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you're like you're like Wolfman Jack. I wish it, you know, I felt as good as I sound. Mm. That's for sure. Well, you, Trade off. You sound good. How's that? Oh, yeah. There, thank there you. you. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, this week, do you know where these beers came from, Dolan? We have no idea. We have two beers from Nevada this weekend, next week. Uh, they're both hazy IPAs. Uh, this one, actually, I take that back. This one is just an IPA uh, from Abel Baker Brewing Company in Las Vegas, Nevada. We have Atomic Duck IPA. Quack, quack. Atomic have Duck. Have we had anybody go to Vegas recently? Um. I don't know. I don't know either. Now, my, I, one of them, and it's the one next week, I know, because I did my research back-to-back on these, uh, has a location in Reno. So it's entirely possible that some, one of our mm. Reno travelers got us these beers. Could be. So, Well, if it was you, we love you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you very much. Normally, I keep better track of this, and then Dolan would send you a gift, but... I, yeah. I, I need to get better about that. We're gonna, we're gonna do it. That's we'll get our better. Pledge. Yeah. If it was you, raise your hand and tell us, and then we'll send you a fun <laughs> gift. So. Yeah. So. But you uh, got to prove it. You can't just say you sent it to us. Yeah. You've never yeah. been to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. You might have to send us more just to prove that you sent the first. Idea, that Dolan. is a good yeah. idea. I like that idea a yeah. lot. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. I have historically said that Las Vegas is a craft beer wasteland. We have that on record. Absolutely. That you've said that many <laughs> I times. I want actually. to be wrong so bad. I want this to be well, good. Well, it used to be there just wasn't any place to get stuff. True. That used to be the problem. There's there's one in particular with a name that uh, that refers to Las Vegas, and I won't say it out loud, that I've had their beers multiple times, and they are always, always disappointing. And mm. maybe that's just the, uh, maybe it's just unfortunate that way. I don't know. Dolan doesn't have a glass today. Oh, he's going for the big boy. Oh. He's got like a whiskey highball oh. glass. Yeah. Uh, thanks to uh, Tipsy Recruiter Cart that we have in the studio. There we go. Excellent. So Atomic Duck, Bre- I'm sorry, Abel Baker Brewing is located at 1510 South Main Street, Las Vegas, Nevada. Open Sunday through Thursday, 1130 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday, they got some Las Vegas times. Okay. 1130 a.m. Yeah. To 1 a.m. Hey. That's pretty good. Yeah. Where's Main Street? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, if you go, everyone knows where Flamingo, the Flamingo Hotel oh, and yeah. Casino so is, like, right? Like kind of like the midpoint, or at least kind it used to be of. in the Strip. Yeah. yeah. If you take, if you if you get on Flamingo, is it uh, Las Vegas Boulevard? Yeah. Right? That's the one that runs this way, and then Flamingo runs the other uh-huh. way. Okay. Uh, 12-minute cab ride from Flamingo to the brewery. It's located in the Arts District of Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So there you go. Interesting. 12-minute cab ride. That's not that far. I mean, we could do that when we go there for Trafcon here in a few oh, months. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would do it. I mean, the, the brewery looks good, and this beer smells really good, by the I way. I can't wait. Because I know what the IBUs are. Mm-hmm. 88. Is <laughs> mm-hmm. that right? Oh, that doesn't taste like 88 at all. Oh. Mmm, that's nice. That is nice. It's 
got some citrusy stuff going on. It's not very bitter. No, I, I was wanting something. No, this is an 88. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I mean, usually the eight, the IBU oh. giveaway is like the color. Usually, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when we're talking like a Pliny or something like that. It's a little more brownish, ambery. Yeah, yeah, brownie. And this is golden. Yeah. And it's mm. a little hazy. I mean, look at it. A it's, little bit. It's not, you know, yeah. it's not claiming to be a hazy, but Mm-mm. it's definitely not what I was expecting for 88. You know what? The second drink gets a little more bitter. Good. That's okay. It's okay, yeah. though. When it sits, it's a little bit more bitter. Mm-hmm. I've been on an IPA kick lately, though. Oh, so he's um, I think I've been getting pretty used to those hoppy, hoppy beers yeah, that I didn't welcome. like before. Welcome to our, <laughs> our team. He's all grown up. I know. I had a little tear. <laughs> Some of the other beers these guys have. Mm-hmm. I wrote down a few that I thought we would, if we were there, mm-hmm. you know, together, which I don't think that'll happen. But if it did, okay. these would be some of the ones I would expect us to try. The five pepper porter. Five different kinds of peppers. Oh. The one a, says, in okay. a porter. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Does it say what peppers? I, re- I remember looking at it briefly. It was like, um, I think habanero was the hottest of the mm-hmm. peppers, okay. Okay. which is, you know, plenty hot for me. Is there here. any other adjunct? Just peppers? Just peppers, it looked oh. like. Pepper porter. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So smoky, I'm guessing you'd get maybe. a lot of that. Right. Maybe like a Chipotle, Chipotle or something Chipotle, maybe some Serrano in there. Yeah. Those have good flavor. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, one called the Honey Dip Stout. So it's honey and Madagascar vanilla beans. Mm. That'd probably mm. be pretty good. Um, Calavares y Flores, which is a Saison. Mm. Okay. And I think that means skulls and roses. Okay. And it has chamomile. Hmm ginger and spices and it's oh barrel aged so it's a sleepy time beer it could be oh, yeah okay. like a sleepy time tea with yeah, a teddy bear and a right. nightcap on and the chamomile <laughs> and yeah, yeah take that beer drink that beer go sleep um they also had one that's called a dia de beer that they do for dia de los <laughs> muertos okay uh and then they have one i don't exactly know how to pronounce this swimming with we'll say debre d-e-b-r-e with a Boop, over the, the top, yep. you know, and that's a, another barrel aged saison. Oh, um, and that was named after the Minister of Defense, Michael mm-hmm. D E B R E, whoever this guy is. Well, you know what he is? Hmm. He was like, you know, we're testing all these nuclear things mm-hmm. out here in the, in the 1950s, United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't really know what it's going to do to us. Um, mm-hmm. He said, you know what? I'm going to prove that it's not dangerous. I'm going to go swimming out here in this lake after we test this nuclear bomb. and uh, I'm sure that was a good idea. And, you know, by the time he finished the swim, he had four arms, but that's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he swam a lot faster. Okay. But they were like, you know what? Let's call that beer that. Okay. So that's why, that's what the name is. All right. Okay. Candy bar kiloton. <laughs> Coming up with a, you know, a theme here. Uh, almond, sweet cherries, chocolate, cinnamon, and coconut. That's a stout, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, duck you and the haze you rode in on. That's on a t-shirt. So they had a couple of cool shirts. Um, that was one of them. They had a really cool hat. Uh, had like tropical, um, kind of font on it with their uh, brewery name on it, which was cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of the other stuff they had, uh, tap handle that had a rubber duck on it. 70 bucks. It looked like all of them had, yeah. right? And they had the, yep. then the names on it. That's cool. 10 tackers were 30. Mm-hmm. They had a 20 ounce Stein that was pretty cool oh. for 10 bucks. That's a pretty good price. Yep. Uh, 14 ounce 
branded Tiku glass, so like a nice mm. IPA, mm. stemware 114. And then they had a baseball jersey for 25 bucks, which was kind of, you don't see a lot of baseball jerseys. That's it? 25 bucks? Yeah. So mm. it was, I think, I think it was one of those three quarter sleeve, you mm. know, types okay. that you'd see, mm. like uh, if you watch Twilight and they have mm. that baseball game. Yeah. Um, everybody's favorite baseball scene in a movie. That's really weird that you went to Twilight, but okay. That's oh, yeah. this is my favorite. Do you but... like the three quarter sleeve? No, I don't either. You know why? I feel like I want to pull it down, uh-huh. or I want to push it up uh-huh. all day. I just feel like it's mm. squeezing my elbow. It sits at a weird part of your yeah. arm. I love it. Really? Like every long sleeve shirt I have, I always have it right there where the three quarter would be. Oh, okay. Uh, Aaron Daly's a fan of the three quarter as well. He I've is noticed, but for mm. me, no, no. I just <laughs> I don't know. I just doesn't do it for me. I got huge arms, you know. I got big muscles, and <laughs> it just doesn't work for me. Otherwise, it was swole. Yeah, I definitely got that. Yep. So that's what I know about that place. So you you know where the name comes from? Are you, are you familiar with what Abel Baker is? Abel Baker Brewing. No. Abel and Baker were the first two atomic bombs detonated at the Nevada test site. Oh. First one was called Abel. Second one was called Baker. Using A-B. the yeah, using yeah. the uh, what what do they call that? The uh, military is it the phonetic alphabet that they mm, use? I don't know. So, like Alpha, Beta, Charlie, yeah. one of those Ds. Yep, that yeah. one right there. So, Which one was the one that blew up when Indiana Jones was in the refrigerator? Ooh, that's a good one. That was Charlie. That was the third <laughs> oh, one. Oh, was the third one. Okay. <laughs> so clearly uh, old Whirlpool refrigerators can save you from atomic Dude, blasts. Not anymore they couldn't, but back then they could. Yeah, true. Uh, the world's first nuclear explosion happened on July 16th, 1945, when a plutonium implosion device, a plutonium implosion device, that's almost a tongue twister, yeah. uh, was tested 210 miles south of Los Alamos, New Mexico, on the barren plains of the Alamogordo bombing range known as Jornada del Muerto. Oh, that means death, of mm. death. Yeah, Jornada. I don't know what Jornada is either, but means, of but... death. That's scary. Yeah. <laughs> odd so uh legend has it a duck was the only animal to survive the atomic test conducted there thus mm. the beer nickname atomic duck interesting that's pretty cool that's only, i like that only a duck and he waddled off and he was fine now <laughs> he waddled away waddle waddle <laughs> maybe yeah. so the very next day pom, 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 pom. that was nice <laughs> i enjoyed that there you go <laughs> then he waddled away waddle waddle I think we've done a lot of episodes, and I don't remember ever talking about atomic bombs before. I don't believe we have. No, I don't believe we have. What a what a what a novel thing! There's I, one state in the in the country though they just tested bombs. Interesting. And they would have parties. They'd have watch parties. Oh yeah. You could go watch the mushroom cloud. Yeah. That I mean, they only had three seemed, channels back then. I guess that seems crazy. I mean. If you had a chance to go watch a mushroom cloud and like yeah, nobody was yeah, hurt, or... I probably would. Yeah, you're right. If I was I far enough away, yeah, yeah. it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. If I had like a cooler of these, yeah, I'd mm. do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, that, that's a general Bring idea. Bring your sunglasses, right? right? Yeah. And, yeah. Or, I mean, know. they had Eclipse watch parties. You know? Yeah, they have those at the breweries mm-hmm. recently. A couple mm-hmm. years ago, they had those. There's actually some pretty cool stories of of people talking about some of the first like atomic bomb tests and like seeing it happen mm-hmm. and and everything that they felt and heard and almost kind of ptsd inducing oh, to I'm be sure. honest yeah I'm sure it was spooky right i mean yeah. think back Shit, to that yeah. time i mean yeah. it's like nothing had ever been like that before and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden it was like yeah. yeah just there right everything decimated mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um here's what we got next 
Atomic Duck. I thought, okay, what 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 can we talk about here? Mm-hmm. You know, besides the obvious things. So I, I came up with a list off the top of my head. Okay. Famous ducks. Famous ducks. Yeah. Okay. Donald Duck, first one, of course, yeah. came to mind. Yeah. And then, you know, lesser Daffy Duck. Daffy. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But with the Donald, you got the family tree. You got, you know, Uncle Scrooge. Uh-huh. And then you got Huey, Dewey, Louie. Uh-huh. Then I threw in Darkwing Duck. I like Darkwing you know? Duck, yeah. It's yeah. a child of the 90s-ish. I saw some of those shows. Yep. Um, Howard the Duck. Marvel Comics, yeah. Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, real bad 80s movie. It was a bad '80s movie. Yeah, it was. It there was actually some like. Uh, uh, it was a foul. Oh, absolutely, movie. absolutely. Nudity, cursing. Yeah, you name it. But uh, to be honest, that was kind of Howard the Duck. I mean, it didn't stray far from the source material, right? Do you know what his his name was? Howard the Duck. Yeah, I do not. Howard Patka. Oh, interesting. Uh, I do know his first appearance was in Man Thing number one, I believe. <laughs> Man Thing is a weird Man Thing creature. I, that's absolutely true. It was the uh, it's the Marvel version of the Swamp Thing. Quite honestly, I have a I have that issue. But there you go. It's one of my son's favorites. That's because he looks freaky weird. <laughs> Swamp Thing. Oh, I love Swamp Thing. Um, how about uh, the Aflac? Aflac Duck. Aflac. Yeah. Do you remember when Gilbert Godfrey was the voice? I, I mean, it was vaguely, kind of at the beginning, vaguely, and then he. Yeah. Did a joke that people didn't like, which mm. is what comedians do. Yeah. And uh, they said, sorry, <laughs> you're out of here, Gilbert. So then they used somebody that sounded like him. Are you surprised that that, uh, that, that has, has kind of continued on? Like he's still around? Like now he does like college the football. Duck? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. It's one of those that's kind of like the Geico chameleon, I yeah. guess. Or the, mm. He's lasted longer than what I thought would be forever was the Budweiser frogs. Budweiser frogs, yeah. They just kind of were like, eh, we're going to a different pond now. Do you know what I think is not funny? Oh, uh, let's, yeah, let's hear it. Absolutely. I love uh, things that are not funny. The uh, emu from uh, Liberty oh, Mutual. Oh, those are terrible. Now, it's weird. they're consistent with their message, though. Like, the message is always consistent, right? You, you only pay for what you need. See, I know what it is, because uh-huh. I've seen those damn commercials so many times. Yeah. But the emu thing just doesn't, it doesn't do it. It just doesn't. It's <laughs> no, silly. It's not funny. No. If, I, it feels like, uh, you remember that narwhal commercial that was going on a little bit ago? No. no. Where they used narwhals. It's like, narwhals, narwhals. Uh no <laughs> that was you sure yes okay. yeah i'm trying to think of uh what company it was I mean, but it's it's like they just went out of their way to pick a weird animal and mm, roll with it in a platypus even or right something. yeah right i almost wonder if so the the emu's name is limu right Why? liberty mutual limu oh, okay okay so i wonder if that's like an internal term like limu is a is an internal term that we like that they would use maybe you know but then they should let us in on that joke well i think they have they named their trying to an emu after it i don't know i don't know anyway to be fair the only commercials i ever get to see are on children's shows okay or maybe if i get to watch sporting event Mm -hmm. one time a month then you see these stupid emu over and over yes that's how i know that it was sprint who did the narwhals okay really i don't know that one sprint I like the music. That's well, the Narwhal song. That's the Narwhal song. But I don't remember that from a commercial. No. It says, So Sprint, you How that? will you remember Sprint's $50 unlimited plant? Narwhals. And then it just starts playing the song, and it's like, techno, colorful yeah. narwhals. And then it goes, how will you forget that? That's the commercial. I think we did. 
I, well, I never saw it. Dude. So I mean, good <laughs> it's try. A narwhal song. I mean, that's like it's I, like I didn't the know there was song. a narwhal song. Anyway, you ready for a Easter egg? Absolutely. Disco duck. Disco duck. You remember that song? No, no. It was, it was a, a number one hit by Rick Dees. Ah, in the famous weekly top forty DJ. Yes, yeah. he's like, you know what? Disco's crazy right now. I'm gonna cash in on it, and he he had a duck voice. I'm the disco It's terrible. It's real bad, and it's just like, um, there's some cartoons. I think. Man, Tom and Jerry, okay? Okay. There okay. was a little baby duck, and they called him Quacky. Mm. And he sounds just like Quacky. It's a terrible name. And, uh, well, it was the 40s and 50s. Mm, okay. um, but it sounds just like that, and he's just like talking lyrics, and there's mm. a disco beat behind it, and it became a number one hit song. No offense, Rick Dees, but he was kind of the uh, the poor man's version of Casey, Casey Kasem. Kasem. Right. You didn't listen to Rick Dees on purpose? No. No. <laughs> um, I picked this guy. One of the very first things I ever remember watching on TV was him, Ludwig von Dreyck. He was like the Disney duck Einstein. He had like an accent. And he would show... Dolan knows what this when is? When I was a I kid, they would, he would show like on like Disney Sunday night or whatever, he would mm-hmm. be like the presenter of what you were going to watch. So he would come oh. out and like introduce the thing, but he had like a scientist accent like that. I would mm. always get him mixed up with uh, Old Duck. We just oh, named him. Oh, Scrooge? Yeah. Scrooge McCrudge? Yeah, they kind, of oh. look, kind of look similar, but mm-hmm. he's got the, he's like a professor. And he's in some of the newer incarnations of like, I think there's a new DuckTales show. There might be. Um, mm. Something like that. And I think he's in there. Oh, okay. And then I, the last one I wrote down uh, was Rubber Ducky. Ernie. Ernie. <laughs> Rubber Ducky. From, you're yeah. the one. That's the one. Uh-huh. So that's, uh, that's what I got for our list of famous ducks who's your, who's your favorite out of that of those uh, yeah uh i'm 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 a donald duck guy i right. guess don't you could add daisy duck to that list you could add yes <laughs> oh yeah. dang yeah i'm, yeah. I'm all Darkwing. i'm going Darkwing. Yeah. yeah or howard i guess either one but Darkwing. are they doing yeah. something new with howard the duck uh well i mean he showed up in one of the he showed up in one of the guardians movies and yeah. a post credit scene i think he was with the collector so he he'll show up yeah, again for that's sure kind of what i thought it's so, a fringe character as far as my favorite uh duck goes i'm going to have to go with well i have two answers okay, okay. it's either uh the aflac duck mm. we have aflac it's helped us sure. great all right um and then uh Psyduck. Pokemon. Oh, Psyduck, yeah. Yeah. Good be. call. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. That just shows, that shows my age. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't no know about Psyduck. Psyduck. Yeah. Psyduck was one of the original 150, wasn't he? Yes, and he was like one of the uh, Pokemon that was always out of their Pokeball, like with Pikachu. Like just right? walking around. Just yeah. walking around, and, and he was always quotable. I mean, Psyduck! Psyduck! Psy! And they he would always, always say that, yeah. He'd always okay. go crazy and like uh-huh. he was clumsy and he would like ruin things and break things. Um, and classic mm-hmm. yeah. cartoon tropes. He was, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, January 13th, Rubber Duck Day. That's, that's a, it's a an actual day. day. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. 
Um, pop culture, Rubber Ducks. Mm-hmm. They're previous to the Funko Pop. Do you remember this? They had like celebrity Rubber Ducks. And they had Kiss was one of the first four that I remember seeing. But there was a while there where you could buy them and collect them. And they were Rubber Ducks, but they had like a, you know, a celebrity's face as a duck. Weird. And they, I think they're still around, but you'd have to look for them. But there huh. was a while where those were like the new pop culture-y collectible tortoise sort of thing. Huh. So Rubber Ducks came around because of Charles Goodyear and vulcanized rubber. Okay. The first ones were made to be chew toys for like kids and dogs. Oh, okay. So they were just, you know, not even for the bathtub. It was just, here, chew on this. It's like leftover rubber that they're using to make these I things? I think. Or, or just, just okay. trying to find some more uses for rubber other than tires. Okay. Uh, in 1930s, they became bath toys. And there was two different, like, uh, what do you call those? Uh, when you tell the government, hey, I'm making this patent. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm trying mm-hmm. to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was the inventor in Maryland, and that was a lady named Eleanor Shanahan. Okay. And the other was this company called um, Walt Disney. Never heard of him. No. <laughs> no. And they had, at that time, owned or come like joined forces with a rubber manufacturer to make Disney... The rubber toys yeah. and stuff? Interesting. In okay. the 30s. So that's huh. 90 years ago. Wow. So 1931 is when Eleanor shows up on the scene in, from Maryland. And she wanted them to squirt water. So like when you squeeze them, water would come out. Of that course. was kind of her idea. All right. And 1938, the Disney ones show up. And it was Donald and Donna duck and then 1940 there's like you know donna's we don't like that name how about Mm -hmm. daisy Hmm. to make dolan happy some years later right right Uh, and that showed up in a cartoon called mr duck steps out so they like rebranded donna as daisy Mm. hey we need some merch for this boom so mr duck cheats on his wife uh, I don't think that's what it means uh, in the that's cartoon. What, I think they just... stepping out means. Well, it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe back then mm-hmm. it did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1947, this name is, is important. Peter Ganine, G-A-N-I-N-E. Mm-hmm. He was a sculptor. He mostly did metalwork, but he gets a hold of some rubbery stuff, and he's the guy that is credited with the classic yellow vinyl duck look. Oh. So it's because of him. And he patents that look, that design, right? Mm-hmm. And he sells uh, 50 million of them. That's a lot. That's a lot. Especially yeah. for 1947 when you can't get them on the internet. You have to go somewhere yeah. and pick this up. And you're selling 50 million. 50 million of them. And wow. that's when it became a household thing. And kids had, every kid had one in the bathtub. They used it as a way to get kids into the bath because they just didn't want to do it. They weren't doing them every day. So that was like a, a fun thing that they would get to go into have have bath time. Okay. And then the last thing I have about it, uh, 1970s, the song you sang earlier, Rubber Ducky by Ernie, hits mm-hmm. number 11 on the Billboard <laughs> chart. <laughs> Brings them very much back to the popular culture. And he went everywhere with that rubber duck for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's what I know about rubber ducks. And let me tell you, you know, what, you know what I find just super annoying about rubber ducks? What? The, the, the jeeping thing. When you have a jeep... Yeah. You know what this is, right? And people put the, they duck your Jeep. Have you ever heard this no. thing? It's just, it's, it, 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 yeah, it's, oh, it's annoying. Uh, wow. uh, the hashtags they use, like, duck, duck, Jeep, uh, get ducked, uh, 
What do they do? They put they, one on your car a, or something? Yeah, they, put a, they have a little rubber duck, and they put it on your mm-hmm. driver's side door handle. Yeah. Like they set it there. Mm. Jeep owners what? do it to other Jeep owners. Okay. Yeah. Look, I enjoy being... So it's a, like getting iced? A, a kind of. Yeah, yeah, but you have to pass the duck along. You so gotta pass... Yeah. These ducks are just out there floating from Jeep owner to Jeep owner. Gross. They're probably all dirty. Know, probably. Right? I got one when I rented a Jeep up in Colorado. Oh. Yeah, and then I put it on another Jeep, so I got to be a part so of it. So you did it. It's annoying. Yeah. Actually, I got one one time from a company, like a company was trying to do it, and like, what? oh, hashtag us. It's stupid. It's stupid. You have nothing to do with it. They had completely nothing to do with Jeeps. They're like, oh, take a picture of this and hashtag it or whatever. Why would I do that? Like, that doesn't, mm. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. You're not a Jeep thing. <laughs> Good job, marketer. You make pencils. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Um, foreshadowing, there might be a bunch of rubber ducks that are place in travcon this year oh maybe really maybe maybe we'll see see. have you ever been to like a have ever seen the rubber duck race before somewhere yeah Yeah. i've been a part of one actually oh okay Mm, i've actually bought some rubber ducks and and they were in do they do those in colorado am i thinking of that Mm -hmm. like in a river or something yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah in the uh the one that once runs through us okay Uh i knew i'd heard that from somewhere there's a uh there's a restaurant on the on the one end of town near rocky mountain national park they have a big like cage full of these ducks and you buy numbers and stuff like that and each the businesses sponsor them and stuff and if your duck comes in at a certain spot or whatever you win and Mm. so they drop this big chunk of ducks and then it goes all the way down and then you run down then you drive and it's it's really out of control they do it like what once a year or something once a year yeah Mm -hmm. and then you're finding these ducks do in you know for you know a couple days later they get stuck and yeah you know whatever else so gambling yeah. i love it yeah, yeah i've done a couple of those i mean like my dad's bought a couple of ducks for me and mm-hmm. they go down the river and it's fun it's it is fun yeah probably not environmentally friendly well, but as long as you mm, get them back yeah. most of them yeah you'll, you'll be all right right i mentioned the uh the arts district of las vegas yes i don't know a ton about it. i've never been down there but the pictures uh if you're not here, here's the thing. Uh, the, the New York Times called the Arts District of Las Vegas the least Vegas neighborhood in Vegas. That's probably okay. So if you're not into Las Vegas, like yeah. gambling shows, you know, Fun. stuff, yeah. drinking, Fun. whatever, right? Exactly. And you just want to go, like, like you know, buy some art or... Check out something. Yeah, and be food, chill. Small shops, beer, coffee, music, that type of thing. And not, not, any of those, not that any of those things are bad. Those are all fun. Yeah. But I mean, you can you can go down the street and get that. You don't even go to Las Vegas for it. But true. But if you find yourself there, maybe, maybe locals it like it. Maybe locals who don't necessarily like all the glamour of, yeah. of Las Vegas would like something like this. So I always feel it'd be weird to live there. Like you'd either be, be really into gambling or you'd yeah. just hate it. I think there's like you don't just live there and be like meh. I think you got a, an opinion one way or the other. I went to a conference uh, there a few years back. This would have been 19, right before the pandemic. Uh, we went, and it was at Red Rocks Casino, oh. uh, which is probably 40 minutes from the hotel, or from the hotel, from the uh, uh, airport. Okay. Not anywhere close to the Strip. Yeah. Uh, very residential area, kind of suburbs. Felt like um, Phoenix, maybe, oh, a little okay. bit. Uh, and the casino felt like, like Kansas City. It was oh, weird. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. Like you were in Las Vegas, but you weren't, but you weren't. really in Las Vegas. You weren't Vegas. getting the whole experience. No. But you were getting just a sliver enough of Las Vegas that it was fun. It was different. Hmm. We never made it to the Strip once. We drove past the Stratosphere because you kind of have to on the way back to the yeah, airport, the airport and stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, that's about it. So, yeah, if you if you want to go someplace that is not Las Vegas in Las Vegas, that would be the Arts District. Okay. So there you go. TripAdvisor. All right. Uh, 23 views, but all of them were five-star. Oh, so, wow. Right. Yeah, five out of five on 23 reviews. Uh, here's one I clipped out. Uh, cool and unique. We stopped, and I just did this specifically for us, by okay. the way. We stopped in for a couple of beers while visiting Las Vegas. The brewery isn't too hard to find, and they had plenty of street parking. They have games and plenty of other stuff to keep you engaged, but the beer was really good, too, especially the IPAs. I would probably stop in there again if we were ever back in the area. So, yeah, apparently known for the IPAs. That one was good. I really did enjoy that. I, I did enjoy yeah, that a it lot. It did get a little more bitter as time yep. went on, mm-hmm. and I was okay with that. While we're in uh, Las Vegas, Rich, is there any TravCon news you could drop? A little, anything you can say? We we have, as much as I said, Dolan has grown up, right? Yeah. We have grown up. Oh. We are completely changing how we approach TravCon because TravCon has, has really changed too. So TravCon, oh. if you don't know, and I'm sure if you're listening to this and you're aware of who we are and what we do here as a company, uh, is the annual gathering in Las Vegas of travel nurses. And uh, they're over, they're thousands. They're gonna push 3,000 plus this year, wow. travel nurses. It, it's held at uh, Paris uh, for the next couple years just because it's, it's, it's big enough. Uh, but we are a platinum sponsor this year, which is the highest level of sponsorship. Oh, Whereas before, we kind of maybe we stayed in the uh, in the shadows a little bit, and we you know we just did our thing or whatever. I've learned that uh, the TravCon committee does so much for the traveling healthcare community; it's disrespectful to them to just go and kind of leech off of and them, and not participate, and not yeah. participate, and not uh, but participate in a way that like you don't give them money, like you don't right or whatever, or you just get a booth because you get the smallest booth, smallest uh-huh. booth possible, or, or whatever. It's it's disrespectful to how much work goes into creating this event and how useful it is to the travel nurse community. Oh, so, okay. so we really, really, I've, I've learned my lesson um, and we've become uh, great partners with them. And we, for the first time we ramped up and we're going to be a platinum sponsor. And so wow. you see a whole lot of us there. Heck yeah. A whole lot. Oh, it just makes me want to go to Vegas. <sighs> I, and I love Las Vegas. I, I love it. Too. I do too. My wife hates it, so I don't mm. ever get to go there. Yeah. Maybe you should go with us this year. Maybe we should. I mean, we should go. I could probably find some you get way away. to work from the office. Mm-hmm. I can I can work mm-hmm. from a hotel room. <laughs> Dolan from did. the casino. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's we got Wi Fi. Yeah. <laughs> it is the it is the hardest it is the hardest work that you'll ever do on a vacation. Quite honestly, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's Dolan knows. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, untapped. 10,800 check-ins on this beer. 10,800. That's pretty good. That's a lot. Yeah. Where do you think we land? 3.71. 3.68. 3.76. 3.76. That's good. Real That's good. about where I'd put it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Actually, you know what? I'd go four because oh. this is the best IPA I've had out of a Las Vegas brewery yet. Wow. All Hands right. down. Dang. Yeah. No, I, I, maybe maybe the, uh, the, the misconception I have about... Las Vegas yeah. is gone now. Good. Las Vegas beers, that is. How's that? Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> you could say they just dropped a bomb on you. No. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that the Gap Band? Oh, 
Well, you know what? The Gap Band, they were like a soul band from the Houston area. Mm. It was uh, three dudes um, that looked like they were cosplaying country western. <laughs> um, but they did not look country western, but no. their outfits were. Uh, yeah, check out the Gap Band. Check mm-hmm. out that song. It's it's legit. The Gap Band. The G-A-T? G-A-P. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that little foreshadowing for next week. Uh, we stay in Nevada. We've got one more beer. Uh, we're we're going to talk about some of those bands. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. And maybe a little bit more after that. So. All right. In the meantime, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>